Whoa, hello and welcome to another edition of the Boytown Podcast with me, Papa Bear, Dave Elliott. And this week there's no money toad. He's still on paternity leave. This is his final week on paternity leave because after that he has to pay to be off. And once again, filling his hole admirably is, I mean, to be fair, the unofficial third member of Boytown. It's the butt mole himself. Aaron Butler, <laughs> welcome once again to the show. Whoa, whoa, what did you just call me? I called, I called you the butt mole. The I mean, butt mole? Wow. Listen, I'm Papa Bear, Shane's a money toad, and you are the butt uh-huh. mole. You're a man who loves, I mean, you live inside butts. That's kind of what a butt mole is, isn't it? Lives underground, but you live instead of underground in butts. Would you disagree with that? Yeah, I sort of, I bury myself in the shadows of the boy town people. And then whenever they need a hero to rise up from the shadows, the butt mole dons the cape <laughs> and gets into action and swoops on in there to save the band. I'm saving the podcast once again because yeah. the people need me. Would you say that the butt mole dons the cape and exits the cape? Is that how the butt mole rises to the surface? He, yeah, you know, he sort of, he wears it and then he skims the surface a wee bit, you know what I mean? Sometimes he, rims, he doesn't like sorry, to get too close. Did, did you say he rims the surface of butt mole? Hey, your, your honour, <laughs> I, I can't testify in, the, in, in this place right now. All I can say is I'm glad to be the people's champ and that's exactly, that's what I am. I'm the people's champion. You are. Well, welcome once again to the show. You were on last week. We had a really good time. A lot of listeners mm-hmm. uh, getting in touch saying they mm. enjoyed it. A lot of people uh, basically forming a petition to say, keep Shane off the Boytown podcast. How do you feel about the love that you're being shown by the citizens of Boytown? Okay, it's no surprise to me. Number one, thank you, citizens of Boytown. Number two, you know, this has been going on for years now. You know, we know this since I appeared in the podcast many years ago when Shane wasn't around. Uh, and people, you know, they feel like it's, I feel bad for them because they keep getting their worst. They keep getting a little taste of the butt mole. They keep getting, you know, just a wee lick. La, 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 la. And then it goes away and they're left with fucking, you know, whatever the guy who does the yeah. wee fucking, yeah, you know, the guy who does the caffeine podcast or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. But I'm bad. Like, I don't have a podcast, so this is, like, this is my, this is where I speak to the people. This is where I sort of lay down my manifesto plans, my ideas for a better and new world. Right, okay. And speaking of the new world, last week you were in uh, your pub recording with a real nice background of, of Behind the Candelabra. Tonight you are, are you, are you st- in, you're in your pub against a different wall? No, this is just, this is a green screen, mate. All right, okay, sweet. Can you pull it down? <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> Oh, must be broken. Is that it? Oh, bollocks. Uh, it's, it's stuck up there for fuck. No, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I, I decided, you know what I mean? I want to connect more with the Boytown people. I didn't show them into my little bar last week. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do the green screen this week. Let's show them the headquarters mm-hmm. of where butt, butt mole ideas comes yeah. to come. Where dreams come true. It's like Disney World for, for, for the butt munchers, you know? Yeah, no, it's nice. And, and the butt munchers, what's been going on with butt munchers since you stopped doing your own podcast? Do you still engage with the butt monsters? M- butt monsters? <laughs> but I mean, the butt you know, monsters? <laughs> the butt monsters are the butt monsters? The butt monsters are like butt molds, we enemies that he fights. So, like Power Rangers have the putties. He has like the butt monsters where he just goes out and eh, just, you know, disintegrates them a little bit. I, uh, yeah, I've, look, I, I feel like my fan base have a real, I mean, I say fan base, five people. I feel like they have, they're, they're, here's the thing, they may not be large, but they're dedicated, okay? They're very, very cult like, you know, 
that I'm sorry, I feel I've got a lot of trapped wind in my chest here, David. Yeah. I've been drinking too much. I'm drinking too much Coke Zero. I'm, you know, I'm just getting excited because I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be okay. here. We're gonna have a fun time. We've we've had a fun time the last week. Yeah, I think it's good to just. It's always good to see my wee mate, Davy. You know. Yeah. No, it's been it's been a nice time. It's good to have you on on the podcast again. A lot of times, if if Shane, well, I mean, I'll just be honest. A lot of times, Shane abandons Boyhood. All right, let's be fair. A lot of time, he abandons. He is. We try to you know, get, get different guest hosts to come on from time mm-hmm. to time, but so much so was the response to last week's podcast. I just thought, you know what, fuck it, the Buttman back on again. So it's it's good Double to have up. you. And and speaking of that, we we've, we've seen a lot of each other in the last week, which has been lovely. We have. It has been nice. It's always good, especially, you know, a lot of all the quarantine stuff. We didn't see as much as each other. We weren't gigging and things like that. We would usually see each other more. So, yeah, it was good to just have, have, have some fun, really, and forget about all the serious stuff going on in life. We, uh, we shot a, a little sketch on Sunday morning that you wrote, which is very yeah. funny. And uh, it'll be out at some point middle this week. So keep an eye out for yeah, that, so boy are, time are listeners. Gonna, are you going to say to the listeners, you're going to come out on record, say it will be out before the podcast is out, which is Thursday morning? <laughs> I here's the thing, Dave. I don't make promises I can't keep. Okay, the uh, the yeah. well, listen. This is a Boytown exclusive. It'll be out before Boytown. It's out. Yeah, It'll look, be there. it's Hold out. On. Yep, I'll send. I'll send you the link right now. Well, there you go, guys. It's out. Hold on, one second. I poured too much coffee into my cup here, and I'm gonna have. Whoa! To, I mean, look, you you, you can, do the, You can just see the woods here, you know. So when we second. Yeah, I'll I'll man the forward here while Dave does that. Uh, you know, no, okay. no, we can't. I'm literally right here. Oh, there we oh, go. Okay, whoa. No, Magic. what happened was I hadn't. Um, do you ever get it right? Again, I don't know what this analogy is going to be when I start, but do you ever get it where you see you look at something, you look at something, and you look at it and you go, "I can fill that." Do you ever look at it? And you go, "I can fill that to the right amount. It's going to be pretty tasty." And I yeah. looked. <clears throat> At my coffee cup and I had my flask and I was like this this big black thing is going to fill this wee thing right and it turns out that the, the big black flask has too much volume from a cup so um, my cup doth spilleth over but then I went over there how do we sip and as you can see still quite full but I, I'm not going to spill on my very expensive table because again I'm not sure all the listeners know but this have you seen my table before in the flesh Look, I remember early on in the podcast, there's a lot of talk about this table. Um, yeah. I don't think, I've, I've been to your house, but I don't think I've ever got introduced to the table. Right, see, next time you're around, mm-hmm. I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll, I'll do a proper sh- a viewing of the table. I'll bring you in Please. and I'll give you the proper tour of the table because it's a beautiful piece. Again, it's my mm-hmm. prized possession, this table. It was something that I think as a man in a relationship, I got mugged off with very heavily i mean basically we moved in this house my wife was like we need to get a nice table just you know something to stand out that'll fit mm-hmm. into the decor of the room as you can see mm-hmm. very nice curtains i mean can you turn this camera around a bit look there we go we can see yeah, we yeah. have more history oh, wow. see that that's basically mm-hmm. yeah what, what old, is that it's an old picture just full of loads of old people and i mean look there's a, a wee as you can see a wee old style chair you know it's a very old style room it's very sexy very vintage but that picture mm. in the wall true story about that we we found it inside uh like cabinet that we bought so we bought this cabinet like second hand and found this picture underneath like a bit of wood inside a, a set of drawers so we took the picture mm-hmm. and got it framed which cost more than it should have done we brought it to a framing place and it's got like 40 quid or something bullshit 
to frame it, but we mm. thought nice bit of history. We have no idea who any of the fuckers in the picture are, but it looks nice. It fits into the theme of the room. So anyway, I'm digressing. So with the table, um, where I was mm. like, right, okay, how much do we? How much is an IKEA table? Like fucking thirteen quid or something. I was like, sweet, we'll get a big IKEA job. It'll do the trick. And then my wife's mm-hmm. like, nah, I like these like live edge tables. I like them. They're just like proper bits of wood. So I went, yeah, sweet, no problem. So we went to this uh, this like timber yard place. And apparently we heard, got a wee tip off that this guy does tables, right? So we went in there and he, he lo and behold, he had a lot of tabletops. So he had a lot of mm-hmm. tabletops untreated just sitting up. And I thought they're nice pieces. And I was, I was like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one there. If you don't mind, mate. And he goes, I don't sweat. So he's, he's getting it sorted up. He's writing his wee books. Very old school. He can't just, you know, put it through a computer. Got the pencil out. He's writing out, this will be X amount. So I was like, right, how much is the table? And he's like, for talk's sake, say a grand and a half, right? Which is probably a grand more than I was wanting to spend on a table. All right. And uh, mm-hmm. he was like, ah, it's a grand and a half. And I was like, all right, my wife's sort of going, I mean, it's it's an investment, isn't it? And I went, okay. And Isaac, sweet, so can you get that? Tra-? And he goes, what do you mean, can you get that? I went, can you get that transported to the house? And he goes, what, the top? And I went, no, the table. And he goes, oh, no, there's more to it. You need to get legs, and you need to get it built, and you oh. need to get the tabletop treated. So by the time all of that came together, he was like, I can do that here for you and get it to you. It'll be about five and a half grand. And I went, all right so then he oh, goes wow. so then he goes or or you can get it done in different bits by different people so i can treat the table top and then i'll send it to some fella who obviously works in the fucking harlem wolf shipyards can you see the fucking legs on this thing and he goes he can oh, do, wow. the, do the bespoke legs we could transport it to somebody else that's going to put a final treatment on it then it'll come back to me i'll bring it to your house and i was like how much he's like three and a half grand by this point i just went fuck it let's just do it right bring it in get it sorted. So this table, anything that I set on it, I'm very cautious about. That's why I have a stress ball slash sex toy with me that I can just, you know, anytime I'm using this table, I'm stressing out. So I just, I just mm-hmm. want you to know that's where I'm at at the minute. So I'm nervous. I'm stressing out. I'm on the special table, but the good thing is when I die, which could be anytime really, um, I'm going to be buried oh, wow. on it like a, like an Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah. Could you get, could the table like fold or could we like, could we oh. read? Absolutely not. You'll need to get a workman in to uh, disassemble the table again. You'll need to get mm. the guy from the shipyard back in to take the rivets out of the table and you need to separate it. And actually, it's oh, good. Help the guy bring in the legs of the table. And, like, you know me, mm. and you, for you too, like, we're, 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 we're weightlifting guys, the two of us. We know weights, we know heavy weights, we know power. Yeah. And oh, I'm sure. saying, no joke, the legs, there's two legs to these tables and they're just like, big square frames so they're like they must weigh about 100 kil- kilograms each each leg of this table it's fucking heavy stuff and wow, so you, need, you need a workman to get it out so good thing is you get that you take it out you bring it to i know rose lawn or whatever and then just race re- reassemble it on top of the crematorium machine and just burn me with this table you know or mm. put it on a ship and just send me out to sea and shoot a fire arrow at me and let me go down like a norseman you know yeah, Vikings dad. I would Absolutely. I would quite like to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good to know that your funeral is going to make me have to remortgage a house, but yeah. it'll be worth it. No, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, like, the... I, I did think I was going to die today, actually, which was quite uh, a scary experience. Why? 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 Well, what, what happened? I mean, 
our 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 former friend, our our now colleague Shane, who uh, oh, is, no. on, is he's on paternity leave from the podcast, but he can still do the radio show. Whoa! Oh, um, whoa! We were <laughs> Sign off him. We were recording the show, and there was a shout out that somebody had sent in, and in the shout out, can I just read the shout out actually? Because yeah, let's go over it. It, it made me ten out of ten. I mean, if it, if it, if it nearly made you die, then we should yeah. definitely dissect what it was. Right. Okay, let me see. And it was him that read it, so it was quite quite early into the podcast. But it was it was genuinely one of the one of the funniest moments of my whole entire life. And wow. yeah, this is this is it, right? <clears throat> so somebody had written in, and there's a guy called Ian from Newton Abbey, right? And he said, "Can you boys give a major shout out to my wee mucker Spindle, right?" Which is fair enough. He's got a mucker with a weird name. But then he says this, mm-hmm. he was acting the bollocks and fell down the stairs and got and broke his leg, right? So obviously it's it's a radio show, you can't say bollocks. Shane said it anyway, you know, so oh, we, no. we had to re-record it, so I was laughing at that. So after he just got through that, the very next thing that Ian from Newton Abbey wrote in his message is, stupid bastard, right? <laughs> so by the time I just composed myself, Shane's right back in again and he just reads stupid bastard like Ron Burgundy. And then after that, I just did some sort of seizure. So the full shout out is Can you boys give a major shout out to my wee mucker Spindle? He was acting the bollocks and fell down the stairs and broke his leg and all the stupid bastard. What about a bit of Tiesto to cheer him up? Keep up the good work, Ian from Newton Abbey, right? So he's just reading that out. When he has said stupid bastard, I just couldn't stop laughing. Do you ever get laughing that much? You just can't catch a breath and then your brain starts going. Yeah. He's suffocating here. He's going to die, and that and that's what happened. So, if you can see for anyone watching the podcast on YouTube, I'm trying to move closer. My eyes are all bloodshot and red because mm. of ne- nearly dying and have a fucking aneurysm. So, I hope you know. I hope you know now that if that happens to me again, you know how I want to be buried. And you've got this as my last will and testament, burnt alive on my table. Oh, well, burnt dead. Yeah, cremated on my table. Yeah, <laughs> burnt dead. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll clip that little fact and just make sure that whoever is dealing with mm-hmm. your death, whenever it happens, uh, make sure that we soon. get the message. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, look, who knows? I mean, you might have what fifty years left in you. Six months. Fifty, thirty. I mean, if I could get the eighty-three. Nah. Do, you, do you ever think, do you, do you have like an age, do you have like an age where you think if I get to that, I'm all right down? You know what? I, I feel now, honestly, that, that it, I, I mean, shocker alert, I don't want to die. I don't want to die for at least another yeah. good amount of time. You know, I feel like... Yeah, you want your kids to grow up and stuff, obviously. Yes, I want to give my daughter away. That's something I really want to do. You say that like, no, no. <laughs> you said that like you're an Indian father who wants yeah. to arrange a marriage for of some kind. They have I mean, a very yeah. strict Hindi flipping family. Let me just say, um, actually, the, I would like to walk her down the aisle. I want to specify that before, because you know the world we live in nowadays. People are like, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people are going, in my opinion, f- again, I've got to watch how it says, fucking mental. You know, during this lockdown, there are conspiracies oh, coming through the, the roof. There are people going mad. Yep. Like, have you Worst seen that people. thing, the Wayfair conspiracy? Have you heard about this? Tell me, tell me about it. I have a feeling I'm going to hate it and I'm going to think whoever believes it is an absolute cock, but go yeah. ahead do, and tell do, me. Do you know what Wayfair is? It's like, like a, a, a company that sell like wardrobes and drawers and things in America. Oh, so is this the thing where they have an item named? Yes. After, oh. Yeah, yeah. like a missing person and it's for sale for like 15 grand. Yeah. So probably in the same sort of price range as my table. But apparently, uh-huh. you, oh, you're not no, actually, cheaper. You're not actually buying 
the goods you're buying the missing person you know and uh-huh. this is what it is so i gotta be careful when i say the phrase i want to give my daughter away i want to walk her down yeah. the aisle i want to see her married i don't want to like give her away you know so i just need to point out because people will be going oh see davy's part of this fucking child trafficking ring and i'll be like you know what can you do so yeah i just feel like there's too much too many conspiracies going about people have too much free time in their hands and and effectively yeah. they're just talking shit that's that's my opinion what's your view on the sort of seemingly uh increasing trend of conspiracy theories that have appeared during lockdown Oh, it it drives me crazy. It fucking it, it it's one of those. I I there's not many things that make me like angry or anything. But like when I like my dad is crazy for it. Like he'll go on Twitter, and I've I've sort of he's not doing too bad now because I've sort of you know talked to him and yeah. stuff and and things of that nature. But he'll go on Twitter and watch a video, mm-hmm. and because he think he sees the video on Twitter, he immediately starts having thoughts and being influenced by it and thinking, oh, that's who's yeah. like leading the world, blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to tell him, no, dad, not everything on Twitter is fact. Yeah. But you know the thing that I think a lot of people miss about Twitter is on Twitter, you follow who you want to follow. Do you know what I mean? So you're following mm. people who are, you know, putting out content that you want to see. So say, like it's a sports yeah. team or whatever, or if you're into conspiracies, you're going to follow the people you like. If you're into politics, you're going to follow the politicians yeah. you like. So you're going to be seeing their ideologies and you're going to be believing these wee bits. And then you're saying stuff mm. going, fuck, see, I told you that was true. You know what I mean? And that's where you start yeah, building yeah. this weird kind of justification for your insanity. The worst thing that you hear from them is whenever they go, Oh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. This is all true. And yeah. you're like, or they're like, no, I look into it. I, I, I know what's real. You know what I mean? I follow the facts. I follow the money. I follow. Uh, and you're like, it's just shit. Like, this, this is the thing. I, obviously, we know some fellas who are into that stuff and each to their own and all. Aye. But it's like, it makes Aye. you think. It's like, you know what? Uh, if, say, the FBI or the CIA or like elite police forces or, or government agencies, detective agencies, undercover agencies, just people can't break these rings. How is like a fella in his garage and pole glass, you know, going to be the one to crack the code? You know what I mean? It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then they pull out all these things that they've read online that no one else knows about. And because they think they know about and you don't, that they have the upper hand and they go, Oh, but did you hear about X family did this and this? And I bet you didn't know that there was a link between this person, and this person. And at the end, you're just like, well, I could probably go on the internet and find a bajillion other conflicting mm-hmm. ideas to conflict yours. So what really is real? Yeah. But that, that's the thing too. Like they get to the point where you're going, what? you know, it gets, it gets that ridiculous. Like for example, you take, like, say, the whole Ep- Jeffrey Epstein thing, right? What annoyed me initially... That's, that's an interesting one, to be yeah. fair, but go ahead. But no, it's like, it's now like he is connected to almost anything ever. You know, anytime there's something bad, or are like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, he was a friend of Epstein. Whereas, like, they sort of... Like, yeah. they, go, like, they start off maybe with saying, oh, do you know the Clintons were, like, siphoning money from their charity and doing this? And, like, you go, that's okay. Then it gets to the point you're like... Do you know Bill Clinton actually buys babies from Ethiopia to eat them? And you're going, yeah. for a start, from a nutritional point of view, that's going to give him a dicky stomach. So, you know, you need, you need look, to... Look, I don't, I don't know. I'd say... Yeah, I don't know. I'd say he'd get some mileage out of some baby, like flipping some vitamin B. Like, I, I, I don't know. But yeah. I, Listen, I, would, I would say, yeah. 
he Clinton's not into eating babies. He's into getting sucked at. That's what he's into. He likes to get his, his dick sucked, and that's about the height of it. Here's the thing. Like, and call me crazy. See, in my mind, there's so much better places to put my energy and dedicate myself to. For example, like, I know people like want to. People might just have a genuine interest in politics, in the world, and what's happening, what's going on. I probably just don't have that part of my brain where I am interested in that. I'm interested yeah. in pr- improving myself, improving my business, improving my friendships, my relationships with people, yeah. imp- improving my, my stance in the world and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. Like, see, looking into fucking all this people being like, oh, coronavirus is like by the government to do X, Y, Z, Jeffrey Epstein had links of blah, 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 blah. It's like, mm-hmm. what does that relate to me in any single way? Yeah. No, but it's like, I think some people think if there's a greater cause, do you know what I mean? That that's maybe a motivation for some things. Now, one thing I did see, there was like, and I mean, yeah. it's a mate of mine, uh, his girlfriend put up something on Facebook the other day and it was the most where I just went, you know, and in fact, I'll try and find it because it was that, it, was that, it was that ridiculous that you're almost going, I mean, and I, and I think... <laughs> Pardon me. I think you're going to find this offensive, and and you know Great. what, and it's because you know, I know you and your family are big fans of, of this. <laughs> oh no, I'm just looking on her page. There's all this, all this. And see, no offense to her, idiot, right? But no, ah. there's all this stuff being shared. So a post you put out is like, I'm not having my kids watching Disney. That's basically it, right? And it's like, okay, something taken from. Pinocchio, right? A, a cartoon book about Pinocchio. That's basically saying that Disney takes little boys, right? So basically, it's just like, meanwhile, Honest John and Gideon were in a tavern. A fat coachman was there too. Honest John bragged about how much uh, money Stromboli had paid for Pinocchio. I pay even more for small boys, said the coachman. He showed a sack full of gold. Uh, the coachman then told the Honest John about his scheme. He brought boys to a place called Pleasure Island. He said no boys ever return, at least not as boys. Honest John decided to catch more small boys. Just get Pinocchio. Um, I then tell him when I was racing home to Geppetto. He ran very fast and didn't see Honest John stop Pinocchio till it was too late. Here's the thing, right? That does sound mm-hmm. like there's some bad shit going on. But guess what? It's mm-hmm. a fucking story trying to make you scared for Pinocchio. It's a plot. It's a story yeah. about nasty men stealing wooden boys. Hey, here's a shocker. Pinocchio's made of wood. Yeah, and also he's not real. (laughs) And also it was written in 1940 something or probably yeah. way before 1940 the other so it's it's definitely not the most modern piece of literature no. you could say but people are basically saying oh, that oh disney is involved in this underground like have you ever seen the movie uh, with finney jones in it called the midnight meat train it doesn't sound it sounds right. like a hell of right. a movie i'll, t- I'll give I you think- that there's different versions of it that you can get online. As well. Oh, yeah. That doesn't start oh. Vinny. It's a call, called like a guy who plays a parody of Vinny Jones <laughs> called Vinny Bones, right? But it's a different thing altogether. But the Midnight Meat Train. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. He basically is this scary guy who gets people in the underground, like, you know, in the trains. Mm-hmm. And then you think mm-hmm. he's a serial killer, but then obviously there's different tunnels underground and he's just. Oh, yeah, there is. He's just feeding people the lizards. And I mean, if anyone's going to know what's going on underground, it's the butt mole. So, it's... I mean, but people are definitely losing track, in my opinion, of what's real and what's fantasy, you know? Yeah, and 
you know, you just get to a point where you go, guys, what are we doing here? Now, the Epstein one is interesting because mm -hmm. the whole did he kill himself, did he not kill himself type thing, where was he? It, it is very, it, it's, it looks very suspicious because of the whole camera footage thing and everything yeah. else. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. but I do understand that does, and the problem with yeah. that is because it does look so shady, it then fuels the fire yeah. for a million other theories to come out, and that is yeah. the biggest problem. And that's the thing with him too, is that like, if you are like he obviously knew a lot of info that could bring down a lot of people so obviously you're going yeah. to, you're going to get whacked that's just the way it goes you know governments are shady the mob is shady the people in power mm -hmm. are shady bastards but that that's stuff like mm -hmm. that is going to happen now on the flip side for the people that be, are like and again i get so bored at so quick you see me see on twitter epstein didn't kill himself you're like oh fucking very original you know yeah. the thing the thing that I think a lot of people forget too, right? They're saying like mm -hmm. when he did, they did an autopsy, his brother paid for an autopsy to basically say that it wasn't suicide because there was a bone broke in his neck that you would have needed to have been forced at a, at a different angle that's that right. you couldn't have done to yourself. No, that's what mm -hmm. people are saying. He couldn't have done it. But you know what people are neglecting? Go on. They're neglecting the fact that Epstein was getting massages every day of his life he was constantly getting yep. massages his neck muscles weren't strong they were so loose. relaxed he was so, so yep they were he could so have relaxed just hung yep. himself and just flopped and his neck could have broken in any way you know epstein's yeah. neck is that like that of a newborn baby there's no control on it he needs mm. to be that's why epstein mm. has all these kids all these young girls hanging just to keep his head up so you know, yeah because it it's all the massage oil the massage oil has like seeped into his bone and yeah. softened the tissue exactly the guy the, the guys the guy's like jelly man you know he's like a super he's like he's sort of like well, who's like a, a jelly to, sort of stretch armstrong he's like stretch armstrong you know he's like some sort of shapeshifter type being flubber yeah yeah <laughs> he's a flubber epstein yeah, yeah jeffrey flubber like, or, if, or I'm sure you've seen this movie, an absolute classic, The Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, fucking hell. There's a, there's a classic. I'll tell you what, that, that, that is a great film. Again, it's one of those films that I haven't seen in years, but I would, if I watch back, I'd probably think it was shit. But um, yeah. I'd love to watch that. But that's yeah. what I think. People don't, the people just see one argument and just go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also, I also can tell the conspiracy theorists who are listening to this are listening to us going, M2 don't know what we know. Yeah, know. <laughs> you, just, you just know. Yeah, those two are stupid. They don't know the world. Like, 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 like whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be in my little happy bubble here. And the rest, if, I can, if Epstein wants to fucking do whatever he can, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah that, I just want to get back on stage and tell jokes, Dave. That's yeah. what I want to do. No, and I think that's just before we go on to that topic, actually. There was a guy I went to school with, right? And mm -hmm. this is this is when I first had my mind blown by somebody oh, well. uh, yeah, of, of an age similar to me. We were in the history class, right? And mm -hmm. my history teacher was talking about the plight, I think, of, of I don't know, some sort of uh, hunger or something in, in say, famine. Ethiopia, right? For talk's sake, a oh, famine right. in Ethiopia, right? Okay. And uh, she was like, do you not feel terrible for all these people? And I remember this guy... James, his name was, was like, no. Mm -hmm. And she was like, how, how can you not feel terrible? And he's like, because it's nothing to do with me. And she was like, mm. yeah, I know, but can you not see how this was? I goes, yeah, I can see how it's shit, but it's fuck all to do with me. So why would I let it bother me? You know, and he, as much as people be like, what an ignorant bastard. 
he lived a happy, carefree, blissful life because he didn't let shit that didn't involve him involvement. And that's what I say. Like when I was younger, I used to be very much more like, you know, for justice, you have to do the right thing. But now I'm kind of like, don't be making things a problem for you that aren't Mm -hmm. a problem for you. So for example, if someone's involved in a a fight across the street, you don't know what's going on. Don't Mm -hmm. go over and get involved, you know, because you're bringing trouble to your own doorstep. Just you know, watch and be like this. Oh, oh wow, I love that. But, <laughs> oh, and then, you know, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe get the phone out, film it, you know, stick it on Facebook, yes. get a lot of likes, but don't go yeah. and get involved yourself because you're just bringing shit in your own door. You know what I mean? So as much as mm-hmm. what James did that, that day in school was pretty sly and got him a detention, there's an interesting mindset. You know, it's not my problem. Why do I bother about it? So my point is a lot of people stick their nose in business that doesn't involve them. So just keep the snout out, mind your own business, True. keep the blinkers on and everyone's happy. True. True. That so, is, that's exactly, that's, oh, that's a good point. That's a good way to leave that. Yeah. And you were talking there about, about yourself. You got the blinkers on, you want to get back on stage. How are you feeling about that, man? How are you feeling about stand up generally? Where's your head at? It's in a good place. Like I haven't wrote much new stuff. I've got a few little new bits and pieces, but nothing to shout about. My, my thing is, I think I may have said this to you, like for me to like really feel to get myself going with stand-up, I need to have something booked. I need to have like a, a date in mind where I go, okay, I'm doing 10 minutes on the Friday of yeah. there at this place. And then I know, then I start sort of crafting my set and my material. Yeah. And then that's that. But see, until then, I struggle to just be like, oh, you know, I'll write, like I write a wee bit here and there, but that's nothing great. And then I just get fed up and frustrated and stop. But I've, I've like, so yeah, I go in between, but like when, whenever I, I feel like we're at, at this point, we're closer than ever than getting to getting back on stage due to the fact that Northern Ireland is doing quite well yeah. in the, in the, in relation to the whole virus thing. We haven't had any deaths in two weeks, which is incredible. The, the cases are spiking a wee bit, but we'll see what sort of happens. Yeah. But well, yeah, I, think, I feel like we're like, we're both guys who have taken the threat of the virus seriously. You know, we have abided by the rules. Yes. We, we can, and, and we are, we're, we're not the type that are like, ah, fuck, it's made up. You know, we do. Yeah. And obviously, especially I, I feel at the minute with, with having a pregnant wife that I don't want to be mm-hmm. bringing anything to put that at risk. And to be totally yes. honest with you, I, I was sort of feeling like things were on the road to recovery until today. I got a big kick in the teeth. And actually, as weird as it sounds, I ended up sitting in my car crying like a big baby because I had been we went for a scan today and I was told that I could oh. come to see the scan. Like I've not seen a scan throughout this whole coronavirus because I've not been allowed to go. So I've kind mm-hmm. of felt distant from this baby a bit because of not being able to be there for part of, you know, the process of, 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 of seeing the scans and going through the different stages and stuff. So today I'd gone there. I had, you know, I had my hopes all built up to get in for a scan and then I was told I can't come in. And for some reason, I just was really sad. You know, I went, I went to the car and I just started yeah. crying. Not like hysterically bawling, just like, and then you're just going to yourself, a single why, am tear. I, why, am I, why am I crying? You just one dead face, mm. one tear and a wipe. But mm-hmm. it was just weird because I think for me, more so than just not getting to see my unborn child was the fact that in my head, I, I sort of almost felt that we were back to normal again. But then this yeah. happened and I was like, you know, we're fucked. And a lot of people maybe don't, See it because again, if you're in hospital, that's the place where precaution is mm-hmm. going to be at the highest, you know. And like, if you yes. go into the street, you look at cars and the roads, it seems like everything's normal. Whereas when I went yeah. in there, I was like, fuck, that's actually really quite worrying. So, 
Uh, yeah, just mm-hmm. didn't feel great. So um, I just hope that mm. things do continue to improve because I was at the gym this morning and it was very spaced out. All the machines were recording. Yeah. A lot of like cleaning sprays and wipes and everything. So it was it was good. So it was almost lulling myself into a false sense of security that fuck we're back to normal here. Yeah. I'm told I can't see my baby yet. And I'm like, there we go. Another week passes and I, I'm not part of this, this child grown. I mean, obviously I'm a part of it. If you know what I mean, but <laughs> oh yeah, um, big part. You know, not not yet. So it's a bit shit, really. Yeah, and things like that are frustrating. And I also have a lot of sympathy, a lot of sadness for the the people who are like hospital workers and people who've like been very. Those people have had to be very careful because they have family and friends too that they're going home to, and mm-hmm. they don't want to carry anything, and you know they want to help people and all the rest of it, and they've had to work extra hours, and even the likes of the shop or like people who work in those shopping centers and stuff like yeah. scenes, and ads, and all the rest of it. Like I think I think the least we could all do is have some consideration for those people who are doing that extra bit of work that we don't do and that we don't necessarily see. And I think that's the problem with a lot of this country is that they're just so ignorant that not all the country, I'm not saying the country's ignorant, but there are a a percentage of people. It is. By the way, Snake Rap Ben, cut that, cut that segment and put it online, isolate it. (laughs) Yeah. And just look, don't put any context on. Um, the, I think, I think that there's a percentage of the population are ignorant and are holding us back. People who, for example, are going on holidays together, people who are having massive parties, people who are doing all these sort of things that aren't good for, for where we're at at the minute. It's like, if, and, and even simple things like wearing a mask in shopping centers and all that stuff. Like, I know it's inconvenient. I know it sucks. No one likes it. But the quicker we make all these changes and make all these sacrifices, the quicker we do get back to normality. And I don't think, I think people just want normality to be, to be now, but just because you want it to be now doesn't mean Correct. that it's good or safe to be now. And I just wish people would open their eyes and wise up a wee bit more. That's what people are kind of saying about the whole mask. Like, well, why the fuck should we start wearing a mask now? And it's because... A mask like, is an interesting one. Yeah, but because again, I think as more and more things come out, people aren't saying the mask is going to stop it, but it'll stop germs going as far and getting in. So it just it's just something that's going to help reduce the spread and i think if you can do anything to help reduce the spread go for it you know as much as it's yeah. uncomfortable and a bit of a bollocks go for it yeah and like i i don't know where the argument comes from like oh it's not comfortable for me to wear a mask uh-huh. i think that's the the i guess the lamest and sorriest excuse yeah. i've ever heard in my life and the only reason you can say it is you're possibly buying a bad or a wrong mask, one that's yeah. too tight for you or one that, because I have like multiple masks and yeah. I, when I put them on, I don't even feel them on my face. Hey, like, man, it's, people it, are saying you can't look cool with a mask. What about that guy? Whoa, that's a bad hey, guy right there. That's a bad guy in a mask. <laughs> Again, a in, in, the, in the hospital, but not allowed to go for the scan. Sly, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I but mean. Yeah, like, I, yeah, master, I, I, like, I, I don't see the big issue. I feel do it if you can. I, you know, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it because it means, you know, I don't get recognized in public anymore. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I actually don't either want to wear it, you know, so that's that's pretty sweet. I mean, yeah, I don't have yeah. to, to do autographs. Not that I ever did, but, you know, I don't have to do it now, which is yeah, sweet. Yeah. But in terms of gigs, yeah. um, it does, again, it's one of those ones where I feel like people are like going, oh, I'm fed up with this. I want to see gigs. So we're going to like look at doing gigs. But you know, mm. you got to do them safe. I'm hoping that yes. there'll be some news coming soon that might be exciting 
but again it'll yeah. only be done if it's safe and in a proper environment you know like see these gigs that you see in some places like scotland and all the people are doing drive-in comedy gigs nah no mm. interest in that fucking bullshit you don't hear the laugh all you get to hear is people's horns fuck that yeah, I wouldn't be a big fan of that myself unless it was done and like everyone sort of got out of their cars and sat on top of them or something. But even still, I would rather I would rather just have like a space or a venue or a place that was really spaced out, that was, you know, everyone was safe, comfortable in, dry, all the rest of it, and a good sort of stage and mic setup and everyone everyone was happy. But I think, you know, that'll be the first phase is probably like the likes of outdoor gigs and then I don't know, maybe Maybe in like October, November, we'll start doing some small indoor ones. I mean, I, I'm just guessing. It could be sooner, it could be later. But I, I, what I'm trying to say is that we're getting to the point now where it is, it's, it's closer to us than we think, which I think is great because I'm, I'm looking forward to, to practice and stand up again mm-hmm. um, the, the, and, and just, just having a laugh, you know? Yeah, no, and I, I do think it is coming, but at the same time, you don't want to set it back by. No. We'd rather we'd rather just wait it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. And in terms of other things, like what what are you doing? What are you sort of doing at the minute other than stand up? Are you filling? Are you scratching the VH? Because I know, um, for me personally, I find doing the podcast is a good outlet to mm. um to try to you know put some you know scratch the funny bone. As as my dad often, yeah. said, there's plenty of ways to skin a cat. He would always do this after he said it if you know what I mean, which I, I didn't, but yeah. I kind of feel like there are ways to, you know, scratch. There's nothing quite like doing stand-up in terms of... No, not, nothing, nothing can ever replicate that feeling, yeah. really. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it has to be in, in the right set and the right environment. And that's another thing, too, about it coming back so quickly. Like, mm-hmm. It is going to be different and it's not going to feel the same and we're going to need some getting used to and things like that until, because, you know, we're used to doing it in, in small rooms where there's lots of people and you're, you're all on top of each other and everyone's just having, you know, so it's not going to be like that anymore, but it's all good. I've been, uh, I've been scratching the itch by doing a lot of sort of just video creating and a lot of video writing. So if you've seen my Instagram, I try to do like one at least one piece of content a month that like is originally written that's shot by me that's edited by me that's like a good original idea so i did like the gaelic video i did the the priest video i did the the traveling video and then i have a few other ones that i'm working on this month so that's been good to sort of scratch that little itch and just keep i think i'm really happy and proud of the work that i've been making and also it's been good collaborating with the likes of you and shane and some other guys on like other wee video ideas like we did on sunday so um I'm looking forward to putting that one out this week. I think it'll go down really well and people yeah. will have a real good laugh at it. I mean, it's it's one of those ones that um, I feel that I hope it's, that people yeah. are sensible to realise what the joke is about, you know, because it's, it's about a topic that could be a bit controversial. But again, hopefully yeah. people know what the joke is aimed at because sometimes the, con- the, the, uh, the, the words alone, people will go, ah, and jump on, cancel him, you know, but hopefully they yeah. won't see that. Well, I think to, to give you some credit, you've wrote this sketch and you've wrote it in a way that's very smart and very intelligent. Although if you were to see the sketch, you would not say it's <laughs> smart or intelligent. <laughs> but the, the, but this is a thing people don't know. Like in comedy, there is just such nuance. To, and I'm probably sounding like a real nerd and geek here and people are probably yeah, people their eyes. But, <laughs> but there, there, there is like, there's, there is such a fine line where 
you just need to be so careful at times about how you're writing it and the characters and the dialogue and things like that. And I think to get that right balance of just on the edge of controversial, but also still very smart and funny, it's something that I really like to do in my stuff. So it, it was, it, I, I like to see that you sort of were able to do it in this. And uh, I think it, it'll, people will really appreciate it. Yeah, well, hopefully I'm excited. I'm excited to see it because what you've sent me so far, my, my, I showed my wife and she went... That, it's so that, ridiculous. That's her word. She just went, that is fucking... Yeah. Ridiculous. No, hey. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we we've got we've got like just so many like stills and like little video <laughs> clips of just me just in just stuff stuff that like he doesn't need out of context. <laughs> you would not even need it that we could just put online anyway. So yeah, it'll I mean, be I, uh, I, it'll I be might, a sweet I time. Might do that. I might just put so, like the get online oh. that you made of me. Yeah, on the boy page for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The, it's it's just yeah. It's been good just exploring that side, and I think I, I think for I, I mean I haven't really like I've just been doing stuff that I never had the chance to do I always wanted to do and I have a few like I've other little business ventures and business ideas that aren't comedy related that I've been working on as well and I'm actually really excited about those in the next year or two because if they take off that could be really something something big for me you know so the the I'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm doing all right I think where possible people in lockdown should try to accept what is and is what is and what yeah. is possible so for me early on yeah. I was like right I've accepted the fact I'm not going to be able to do stand-up for a while yep, me so too what, what can I do in this period that's going to benefit me so when the lockdown is done I may have other opportunities so for me I've been beaver yeah. like trying to write up a few ideas and get them submitted yes. and stuff like that so Hopefully, you know, that's going in the right track and hopefully by the end of this, it'll be a better opportunity for me going forward. Because again, you could have just sat and tried to pine for stand-up mm-hmm. and write, write, write stand-up and then not have anywhere to do it. And you're like, well, what have you done with this free time? And you end up fucked. So, yeah, the, I mean, some of their guys are good at like some of the other comedians we know at just like writing loads of stand-up and they'll probably go back like, mm-hmm. like having all the stuff to do. But then I also like because I'll be going back I don't know if I want to start with new stuff right off the bat I would rather fall back on the older stuff until yeah. I'm more comfortable on stage again yeah. and then I'll start to incorporate the new bits and the little bits and pieces here and there the, the, if that makes uh, sense but like I, I have to be honest as well like I'm in one of the most, I feel like I'm, I'm so lucky to be in such a privileged position where like, I do have a good savings behind me. I've worked really hard over the last few years to get that. And I don't have any like big debts in terms of a mortgage or a wife or anything like that, or kids or, or whatever that nature. So <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you took it all on at once as well. I remember you just went from like one year, you were just like on your own to like, Oh, yeah. I've Catherine, I have a wife, a baby and a house just yeah. all at once. And uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you were very pale during that, those, yeah, that, that was an interesting <laughs> moment it was quite funny just i mean i say now quite funny uh, just before we got married that's when i kind of had my sort of little flirt of depression if you will you know yeah was, uh, yeah i think it was just a case of whenever Catherine was like she said to me she's like are you okay and i was just i think it was just like i mean i think i'm kind of i'm like a fat guy at a buffet you know of a lot more plate and i mean it's a lot to digest <laughs> and thankfully you know that was easily so yeah. but i think i did I, mm. I did all all the stressful things at once i, I switched jobs i moved house yeah i had a Stand baby up. i got married podcast you know yeah all, all that other shit's my fun you know that's the banter for me the podcast is stand up yeah stuff like that. but see now like you get into routines like now i'm sort of was thinking yeah. about it earlier like this is this is tuesday recording this and i'm and i've done my work 
if you will, for the week. So is it not Monday? Is it Monday night? Sorry, is it Monday? Yeah, it's Monday night. Sorry, yeah. that's, even, that's even better. Are you sure you're in a routine, dude? Shit. That's even better because my work for the week is done. If you know what I mean. So I've done, yeah, I've done this podcast. I've done the Sly Guy podcast. I've done my Patreon yeah. podcast. I've done the radio show. So I feel like the the rest of the nights this week are my own, which is exciting. You know, so uh, yeah, I that's just, good. I can just sort of sit in front of the telly and watch like Band of Brothers, which is a nice time. You know, so. Hey. But again, hopefully, the little things in life. You know, hopefully the rewards will come with hard work. But that's it. You know, don't be lazy. That's the gist of this whole thing. But we've been chatting for a long, long time, which is great. It's been another sexy podcast, and all we need to do now is answer some listeners' questions. How does that sound? Let's do it. Let's fire hit me with them. I'm just waiting for an email back about fucking work here and the bastard. Oh whoa! Um, oh whoa! Angry, angry. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, right, let's go on to Twitter first. Uh, go. Um, there's actually a good amount of questions this week, you'd be pleased to hear. And, there, and I think there's some decent ones, right? I could be wrong. All right. has said, good morning, sultans of semen. Oh, whoa. If Boytown okay. were to create a bespoke mixtape, what sexy, sultry tunes would be on it? Hashtag uh, deduction. I think that hashtag has basically taken the question from me. And just passed it mm-hmm. over to you. Do you want to just reach out and take that? There we go. God, oh, oh, yeah, got, got right here. Seductive tunes. Wow. Okay, let me see. I mean, look, I, I personally, I would start number one with Carlos Whisper, George Michael. Okay, you get that sec, that dirt, that dirty fucking that fucking dirty fucking sex or something it's a gun yeah the the yeah that's that's what i would start with um edging on and then i would sort of maybe get into more motown more like a bit of maybe like otis redding or something like that or, or maybe, of, i mean a bit of teddy pendergrass oh yeah now you're talking baby yeah. then maybe a little bit of uh a bit of steel panther as well and into the mix oh, just oh. to really shake it up <laughs> yes that's definitely going to be a change in tempo over the steel panther yeah. and you're a man yeah, who, yeah. You, you like a wee bit of genuine don't you you like a wee bit of hmm. oh I, I love jeans. those chains looking good baby <laughs> i mean what's weird about that song that's a that's a love song or a sexy song about a man oh. to, like you think he, he wants what's inside the jeans but if you listen to the words it sounds like he just literally wants to wants be a pair of jeans the, yeah it's a weird yeah song, he wants some he, wa- he wants a levi sponsorship dude <laughs> i mean listen and we would take it here at boytown studios and well, we sure, would yeah for yeah um, for super, sure so super that- genuine older shredding and yeah, we got Stain Panther, we got George, George Michael. Michael. Uh, I would also maybe put some, just keeping on the George theme, Boy George, you know, Boy Town, Boy mm-hmm. George. I would put on Comic Chameleon. Uh, I would put on, oh, Dead, Dead or Alive, Spin Me Right Around. Mm. Oh, what about uh, I, Love and Pride? Oh, Love and Pride by King is like, that's the finisher for sure. That's the, the, shot, the, the money shot. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. The, the, so, yeah, I mean, basically any song from the 80s is on the Boytown CD. I mean, so see if I'm trying to flirt and be sexy and seductive, you know, there's only mm-hmm, one song mm-hmm. for me. That's the Firestarter okay. by The Prodigy. Oh, that's, whoa. You know, oh, that's what Holly think, was born to. I think the less said about that, the better. Donald O'Reilly said yeah. last week's Boytown boyo, Rory Miller, was outside the hospital, hopefully well and on the mend. My question is, if you guys were old-fashioned snake oil salesmen slinging drugs out of the back of your wagon, what ailments would you cure and what weird ingredients would be in it? 
Uh, I'd probably come up with some sort of Viagra Kelpol, mm-hmm. and it would. <laughs> so, and I it mean. would. <laughs> and it's just all it is is you know, I don't know what it cures exactly, but it does mm-hmm. taste good because Kelpol. Couple tastes lovely. I would make. I would make. Do you ever see like? A, do you know where they do like gummy vitamins? Yes. Yes. I would do gummy Viagra's, mm-hmm. and you would just you know it tastes like Kelpol, and mm-hmm. you would just pop it in there, and not only would it like give you a boner, but mm-hmm. it would like turn it a wee shade of purple as well, like Kelpol. Your your boner purple. Yeah, it would it would like make it glow in the dark. So like if you're like oh fuck, she's she's struggling to find this in the dark, you'd be like. Take one of these gummy Viagras, gummy gummy Viagra couples, and then it'll it'll fucking woo, and it'll also glow like a like a lightsaber in the dark. She'll be she'll be able to Obi Wan fucking can fuck that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be a lightsaber. It would just be uh, I I was gonna say like be a glow stick. <laughs> yeah, it's just a glow stick. And um, if it was me, I would just basically sell a load of different drugs except it would just be turmeric all just turmeric and be like does that does that oh yeah oh absolutely is that gonna get me (laughs) yeah yeah for sure is that gonna cure me of my aids yes (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah, Um, that's a good one next question is from jimmy blobby a friend of the show he said hey boys i saw this job advertised at work and i want to know which one of you would be more suited to the position Oh, whoa. Uh, the job is entitled Human Milk Bank Technician. So are you like, are you getting the bottles filled or are you like, are you like, are you working on the machinery? Like what, what would be a milk bank technician's job? I mean, I don't really know. I feel like I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to dip out of the pocket. I mean, he, Google here, what is a milk bank technician? He, he, here's what I'll say, you know, Judging by our fertility rates, you know, if, if it was going by that, you would definitely be more suited for the job than I would. Yeah, I mean, probably. But I mean, I think you would have, let me see what, what it's... Because I've, I've no milk to give, really. Oh, apparently this job is closed, unfortunately. It closed in 20 That's a, that's a shame. So it don't, I can't Gosh. find out what a milk bank technician is. Um. Yeah, it's bizarre. we could make some guesses. I would assume it's somebody that, like, if it's a human milk, they must either mm. milk men or milk women. And I mean, mm. women get milked if they've got lactating breasts. I know that lactating, from, yep. You know, from having having a child that 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 fed by the breast for all of I think. Oh yeah, ten minutes. Um, yeah. Or, or if if you milk guys, I guess you could be you know trying to get that spermae for. I guess, you know, procreation. Donation. I mean, I yeah, think yeah. They're both skills that, I mean, I'm first in. I could do either. I could milk a boob or a, or a penis. Yeah, um, you're so definitely, I've, ne- I've never. So I think, I think I'm, I'm the, the, the human milk bank out, out of here. I mean, yeah. it's been called human sperm bank before, but I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. what that actually means. Speaking of, of which, mm-hmm. Nathan Concilia has come in with a question. He said, hey, comers, it's been a while. Congratulations to the money toad and his money spawn. Anyway, who's the most Cunanan Northern Irish celebrity? <laughs> now, for those this of you that don't int- know, to be Cunanan is to, to a Cunanan phrase means you're a little bit like you're a little bit sassy and you're a little bit sly. Like what you do is maybe a wee bit naughty, 
and and that's obviously come from mass murder Andrew Cunanan who killed uh, mm-hmm. uh, Versace amongst others. Um, mm-hmm. So who would you say would be the sassiest, most Cunanan and I celeb? I I would say you know Simmons has a bit of Cunanan about him. Yeah, Julian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the one. <laughs> yeah. There there I'm is only one. I, I mean, think he has a bit of Cunanan. There's another. There's a, a producer who you would know, and... Um, oh, he's the most Kunan. <laughs> he's Tutankhamun. Kabanun. He is. Well, like, there will come a time when he returns to oh. comedy, and I just hope to work with this guy. I don't want to say his name in the podcast, in case he <laughs> comes through the screen and scrabs me, but he is one... Like, <sighs> the guy has won many of awards. He's prestigious. Yep. He is, I think, fair to say... A cutthroat sassy bitch. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always a hundred percent that bitch. We we will settle with Julian for now. Um, but that yeah. was a really, really, really great question that I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed. Right. So now we're over to Instagram. Let's see what you fuckers Ooh. are doing. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, oh, there we go. Sorry, I'm I'm an old man, don't forget. Yes, bopper. Has sent a, fo- a photo into us, which um, is great. I, s- I sent you it earlier just for a nosy. Um, he says, What's Let up? Let me have a look over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's oh, up, Papa okay. Bear and the butt mole? <laughs> Would Dave consider this a oh, no. poster? I mean, does he say this? Out, oh, he said outfit. I was going to say, I wouldn't consider that uh, because... This guy, it, that guy. It's, it's cultural appropriation if I just put a black man on mm-hmm. the poster, you know. And, hey, I should just stick him on the poster and just call my next show BLM and just own it, you know, ride on the crest of the wave and just go with it. I'm a but it has a different meaning. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what could, other than BLM, I could stand for plenty of things, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Big laughs more. Oh, right, okay. We're on two different pages here. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Would I consider yeah. that look not that guy because it's not me? He looks like a buff Kevin Hart. But the outfit, absolutely. Mm. I feel like it'd have to be a doubleheader show with you because I would be mm. culturally appropriate in your own style, I think, with that. Yeah. Picture. And you actually do yeah. have oh. an ensemble yourself, don't you? I have something very similar. And let me tell people, see, when I get back to stand-up, you're in for a treat. <laughs> and in, in, re- in relation <laughs> yeah in relation to my outfits now the material will be terrible but it'll be a good visual yeah and that's 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 all people need these days mate that is all they need yeah that's um, all they need just a little bit of yeah go ahead a little bit of something davy has come in and he said if the man boy cheeky and the bot mole were in competition to earn their place at the right hand of the father what kind of wow. tasks and competitions would the power behind the throne make them compete in? Child Mandingo also, fighting. Also, now that the NBC is sired a child, will he just be known as the man cheeky? Nah, he's the man boy cheeky once and for all. He's always going to be like uh-huh. Prince. Whenever Prince um, became the number one recording artist of all time, he didn't change the name to King because they already existed and they already sang your favorite song, as we ascertained earlier, Love and Pride. So true, true. Once, once you're given a name in Boytown, it sticks with you. I've been Papa Bear from the beginning. You're the butt mole from mm-hmm. now on. Um, so well, what tasks would I have you do? I mean, my first task would probably just be, you know, 
being there on time on the podcast when you're needed. And I well, mean, I, I I win that hands down. Yeah, and I think also you know calling your podcast uh, something after what did you say the caffeine time or something is this called? Yeah, it's like caffeine with me or something. Yeah, so I mean, I think you know focus more on boy town, make it the priority. And and forget mm. about mm-hmm. your your caffeine party, you know. And I think yeah, fans, caffeine you, party. You're you're 100 boy town. You're loyal. So I would just say, you know, that's it. I don't feel like I need a competition in my heart. I know, mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. my head. The, uh, yep, that's the head. Yeah, the, the and if if uh, and we could also if if there was like an alternative option, we would just go on the crystal maze and settle it that way. Yeah, I mean that's another thing too. Just get in, not forget. Or to catch his castle. Maze. No, you'd have. In fact, why don't we fucking do a mashup? The mashup that people didn't need. Get Richard O'Brien. To catch his maze. To catch his castle. What about that? that to catch his maze. Yeah. 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 The, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love those or, shows. Man. If you flip it the other way around, it sounds like somewhere where Boytown would be recorded. The Crystal, <laughs> the Crystal Castle. Castle. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like where you get the drugs from. Mm, it's from Daniel Houston. He has said, probably a strange question for Papa Bear in the butt muncher this week. When eating bacon, I don't know if this is a euphemism or not, but I think I'm just going to take it literally. When eating bacon, brown or red sauce? I go, I go like raw, no sauce. I, 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 I am a, I'm a bacon. I, I, I raw, raw, raw dog it on the bacon. I think I'm like a, I'm a real traditionalist when it comes to my meats. So I don't like to really sauce them too much. Would you season your meat at all? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I put a bit of salt and pepper on that thing and make sure it's really well seasoned. Mm. Mm. And you wouldn't put salt and pepper on bacon, I would hope. Bacon, look, David. I, I know. I'm, I'm more culin- we're both very culinary skilled men, but uh-huh. obviously to the people who, who aren't that skilled, don't be putting salt in your bacon because bacon contains a lot of natural salts in there as well. Okay. So you yeah, don't need I mean, to salt it. And uh, you know who does salt their bacon? Shane. Shane. Yeah. yeah. He does. Shane, Shane salts it just before he licks it midway mm-hmm. through cooking it. Yeah. Which is why he's not well. It's nothing to do. Sometimes he's like, oh, I've got Crohn's. It's not not Crohn's. Mm-hmm. It's it's salmon. That's how he got Crohn's from licking raw meat. That's what I think his yeah. problem has been. Chris Cavanaugh, winner, said, winner, bacon liquor. Go ahead. Good morning, my bros, mm-hmm. Buckman and Throbbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, <laughs> who do you think would win the sass off between the two Katies, Pricey and Hopkins? Much love as always. Cherish each other and no homo. Up up maybe a bit. Hopkins and Pricey. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to step in here and I'm going to say the sass off would be won by Pricey because I feel her sass is more, it's more Boytown sass. You know, I think Katie Hopkins sass is more, it's just a nasty sass. She's just a bit of a bitch. Whereas yeah. YC likes, she just likes to scrab. Whereas Hopkins would like yes. to stab. You know what I mean? I think scrab yeah. or stab. Yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, she's the type that would be like, oh, I'm going to get the law involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's so. that sort of dickhead. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know nick, what I mean. The nicknames keep on coming. This is from Callum. He says, "Hello, Bummer Ray and Weave on Dudley." With she and gone, <laughs> with she and gone, hopefully <laughs> for good. <laughs> no yep. one you are fans of wrestling. What would your tag team name be and the name of your finisher? I'm thinking the Legion of Vavavoom. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> very good. We- 
we we did talk about this years ago. Do you remember we came up with uh, if we were tag team, we would be sugar butt and angel dust? Yes. Um, that, the story behind <laughs> that is weird. But you didn't you make a picture a sugar dust and angel? Or sugar sugar butt. Sh- and angel dust? Yeah. Sugar butt and angel dust, and uh, it was like I made like a move. I made a, a movie poster where I mean, it was like we know the finisher. It's a sweet tooth, which is where you just boot somebody up <laughs> the face. You know? Sugar and then lick their hole. That's the attitude era for you right yeah. there. That's Rikishi. The, the, so yeah, we would do uh yeah, I, I made a, a movie poster, a spoof movie poster called Sugar But and Angel Dust Sex Detectives. And you were you were dressed as a pimp and I was like a princess sort of character. Yeah. I was like I was like the Velveteen dream, really. Yeah. The other so the other yeah, we'd be a real we'd be a real sweet tag team. Yeah, and I mean, I think that finisher, the sweet tooth, is enough. Um, oh yeah, our, that's that's fact, the one. We got to add to it. It's called the sweet tooth, followed up by the iced ring. That's the finisher that we would <laughs> deliver. Um, the next question oh, yeah. is from Annie, who has oh. said, "Oh no," she said, oh, "Hi, dear. Papas. Quick question. Wondering if the boys have heard about this. Will the podcast need a rebrand?" And she sent the picture. Let's see what it says. It looks like a tweet saying. A district in Chicago is considering changing its name from Boys Town after a campaigner said the name is transphobic and could prevent mm. trans women from holding down steady jobs there. Potential new names for the district are Queerville and Spectrumville. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, I think we would more than likely uh, get into trouble if we were to rename this podcast Queer Town than it would, Aye. you know, uh, Boy Town. But you know what? Here's the thing. If people want us to change the name, if people want a rebrand of Boytown, if that's what the people want, you know what? I will listen to what the people want. Mm. I will tell the people to go fuck themselves. This is Boytown. It's been Boytown and it will stay Boytown. And it'll never yep, be we changing. The people. Yeah, that is yep. that. But thanks for bringing that to my attention, Annie. But we will be the last Boytown standing. Um, but no, we'll never change. Fuck it. Queer, queer yep. Town or Spectrum Town. Is nothing. This is boy time. Matthew Mernon, good morning, has said, does the mm-hmm. Buckman have any original inspirational quotes to get us through the rest of the week? So much negativity in the world that he brings nothing but positivity to my life. It's a real nice that, isn't it? That, that is. I appreciate that. Who's that from? Matthew Mernon? Matthew Mernon, good morning. Good morning. Matthew, look, I know I'm the sort of Tony Robbins in your life. I'm the motivational coach. I'm the guy you look to for advice. Here's a quote for you, okay? Listen, you can't make gravy without granules. Mm -hmm. And that is a really, really nice way to end the podcast. But, Mo, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And, hey, great to be back. We'll cross our fingers that the money toad. The man, boy, cheeky, the slender man. Uh, any other mm-hmm. solid fingers? Solid, solid fingers. Um, ET. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he can't. He yeah. can't do yeah. next week. So let's hope yep. because it's been another fun episode. And guys, if you haven't already, subscribe over on Patreon, Boytown Podcast, Woo! on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a wee store on Facebook where you can get 
uh, some merchandise, but that store is closing. I just want to point that out. It's closing. So if you want to get whatever's on there, you need to strike soon because it's, going to be, it's not going to exist anymore. It's going to be limited edition. So get on, get that because the store will be closing in the next couple of weeks. Other than that, we'll be back again next week. Uh, thanks, to oh, yeah. thanks to the button once again. And we'll see you again. Oh, 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 oh,